I just want a society that gets back on track and people understand we are all different. We are not all the same. And it is totally fine not to be the same. That means economically. That means in where you live. That means who you're friends with. That means how you dress. That means the kind of car you drive. It's everything. Our education, everyone is different. We are unique. That's what makes the United States of America so wonderful. So let's go. Let's go elect a new leader, a new generational leader. And hopefully DeSantis drops out very soon. And it's a, exactly a two-person race between Trump and Haley. Welcome to Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and this show is here to support your interest in center-right politics, policy, and breaking news. Listen in and discover how to awaken your inner ideal candidate. And if you're ready, how you can jump in and change the world as a runner or a supporter. Welcome to Political Contessa. Hello, and welcome to Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and I am your Political Contessa. It's been a really exciting couple of weeks, well, at least in my world. And if you're a political junkie, I think you would probably agree with me. It's been pretty darn exciting, especially if you're looking at Republican politics. Democratic politics, not so exciting. I mean, if I was a Democrat and I was looking at President Biden, I would be very concerned between the open border and the number of migrants. And I'll tell you, living in a sanctuary state, our state is already behind in revenue for 2024. We are kicking out elderly and veterans from their safe, low-income housing to house migrants. Our cities and towns are overrun by costs and expenditures, and the economy is still not doing great, and wars brewing overseas. And let's not forget the Secretary of Defense who landed up in the hospital and did not mention anything to his boss, the president, or his deputy, and the concern that I have that the president of the United States does not talk to this guy pretty much every day to know that he wasn't okay. But I digress. Important to me is what I always talk about, voting in primaries, how important primaries are. So hopefully by now you start paying attention. There's a Republican primary going on. There's one on the Democratic side. It's very sleepy, though. So the Iowa caucuses are happening pretty much as I speak, and people are going in Iowa to caucus to decide their pick for the nominee of the Republican Party. About a week later, we move on to New Hampshire. And in New Hampshire, then it's a regular primary process. About 40% of the electorate in New Hampshire is actually independent, consider themselves independent, and are registered, unenrolled, or independent. They can vote in the Republican primary which really changes the dynamic a little bit when you think about it, that the majority of people are registered as independents and they can vote in the Republican primary. By the way, there's no Democratic primary because the Democrats wanted the first first state to have a primary to be South Carolina for them. New Hampshire said no way. And so they said, meh, 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 meh. Well, you know what? Then we're not going to be in the primary. That seems like democracy at work. 
I don't know. I honestly, it's just amazing to me, the buffoons that run the country at this point. So the Republicans, though, have their act together and are having a primary. And so I'm looking right now at Iowa. I'm looking at New Hampshire and I'll be looking at South Carolina. These are the three first in the nation states. After that, we move on to Super Tuesday, where there are 15 states that participate on Super Tuesday, which for us is March 5th. And on that date, Massachusetts is one of those states on Super Tuesday that votes. 10 of those states, 10 states have what we call open or semi-open primaries where independent unenrolled voters can vote in the primary and pick which side they want to vote on. Okay, so listen to me. I've talked about this before, and if you haven't heard my podcast before, this is a very, very, very important part. Vote in the freaking primary. I don't care if it's negative one, negative 22. I don't care if it's snowing, sleeting, hailing. I don't care if all of a sudden in March... Or in New Hampshire, it ends up being 85 degrees, looks like a beach day, go and freaking vote. Because what we are seeing, the trend we are seeing is under 25% of the electorate comes out and votes in a primary. And then, aha, guess who's elected and nominated to be the candidate going forward? The fringes. That's how you get Trump and Biden. Let's not do that again. That is not healthy for democracy. And no one... No one listening to this podcast wants to see those two clowns running against each other again. And interestingly enough, I'm going to get to Nikki Haley in a second. I'm going to get to Ron DeSantis in a second. But interestingly enough, Trump said no one actually votes for the president based on who their vice president pick is. I would say this. If it is Biden and Trump, God help us. The vice president actually will matter because Trump is either going to go to jail or die. And Biden is either going to a nursing home or will die. So the vice president choice will be very important. So, again, let's not get to that point where we are even talking about who a vice president for either of these bozos are going to be, because both of them are mentally incompetent to be the president of the United States. Now, on to Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, because Chris Christie has now dropped out of the race. If you haven't heard about it, Chris Christie dropped out of the race right before DeSantis and Haley debated each other in Iowa, which is a big deal that Chris Christie dropped out for a number of reasons. One, he held the mantle of the guy beating the crap out of Trump consistently, which was great and funny, but he wasn't going to go anywhere with that strategy and that tactic. He's not endorsing, which I actually find that to be good. You know, his endorsement is both a blessing and a curse. And so, but his people have to go someplace. And, you know, they were following Chris Christie because they were loyal to Christie, but also because they believed what he was saying, that Trump should not be the president of the United States again, that he has is a very flawed person. And he had lots of harsh criticisms for Trump. And so those folks, there's only one place to go. And if you're listening and you are a Christie fan, listen, there's Trump and there's Haley. Again, I'm going to get to DeSantis. Trump and Haley. Haley is the only non-Trump alternative in the race. So please get on board, vote for Haley. Listen, Ronald Reagan 
you know, and I always botch his quote, so I just paraphrase it. He said, if you agree with me 80% of the time, we're doing great, right? And listen, you're never going to agree with anyone 100% of the time. Because if you are the one person who agrees with your husband or your wife 100% of the time, please do me a favor, shoot me a note, tell me that I'm wrong, and that there is someone in the world that agrees 100% with their spouse or partner. I don't agree with my mother 100% of the time. Maybe it's like 72%. I don't agree with my kids 100% of the time. That's probably, especially with my older one, maybe 65%. My kids sure as hell do not agree with me. I don't even want to tell you what percentage I think that they agree with me on. Why would you think you would agree with a complete stranger 100% of the time? If you or a friend have ever considered running or you know a woman who should, I've got something just for you. My quick guide called Secrets from the Campaign Trail. It will show you five signs to tell you you're ready to enter the political arena. To get these tips and learn about all new podcast episodes and ways to get involved, head over to politicalcontessa.com. So look, why don't we get back to basics of what's important? Nikki Haley always says, we have a country to save. Yes, we do. We do. Because if you're listening to a podcast, my assumption is that you still have many years ahead of you, which means that you're concerned about your future. You're probably concerned about if your parents are still alive, their future. You're concerned about your kids if you have children or nieces and nephews your future grandkids or your current grandkids, again, great nieces and nephews, right? We have a country to save. Get off your ass, go and vote, and vote for someone who is going to be positive and forward-thinking and take this country in the right direction. Nikki Haley is strong. Trump is afraid of her. Nikki Haley is the only candidate here whose poll numbers have consistently gone up. Over the last six months, only one, Trump has flatlined and DeSantis has tanked. I'm not even talking about that little shithead, Vivek. So we need to take this country in a different place. I think we look at someone who has strength, who has experience, who has wisdom, who has class, grit, and grace. Be awesome. Someone who's qualified. Nikki Haley, no one is outworking her. And all we see from DeSantis is that he's lying because he's losing. That he is floundering. He is exactly what a floundering campaign is. He cannot connect with people. And the reason that Nikki Haley connects with people is because she's real. She's had experience as a legislator, as a governor, as a UN ambassador, She's an accountant by education and by what she has done as a career. She's a mother. She's a daughter. She's a wife of an active service member. She actually has friends. Shocking. People like her because she's a good person. She has friends. So she has different experiences, just like all of us do. I think it's, re- it's time for us to have someone in office who's strong, substantive, and tough. Nikki Haley's not afraid to throw a punch. She's scrappy. And believe me, I'm scrappy. I love the scrappy part of it. 
but she also has an immense amount of class. She has an immense amount of patience. She knows how to deal with bullies, with foreign leaders, with people in our country. She does not stop. Every town hall that woman goes to, people walk in that are not necessarily on board with her, but they walk in not knowing if they're going to vote for her, and they walk out saying, I'm absolutely voting for her. In addition, Nikki Haley is the only candidate in this race who could beat President Biden. It shows that Nikki Haley, polls show that Nikki Haley can beat Biden by 17 points, 17 points. 51% of Americans consider themselves to be independent voters. They actually vote. Why don't we start connecting with suburban educated women again? Why don't we start connecting with minorities again who have the same values and morals that we do and stop being mean, hateful, misogynistic, racist, homophobic, transphobic pigs that we have seen. And yes, I'm including Biden in there because you know what? He's also a racist, misogynistic, sexist pig because he's been in office for a long time and he had lots of comments back about 40 years ago, 30 years ago, that would be not palatable if anyone actually published them. But you're not a you're not a racist or a sexist if you're a Democrat, by the way. It's only if you're I'm an ageist, which is totally fine. I own it. Nikki Haley has also outraised everyone by raising $24 million in the fourth quarter. Ron DeSantis didn't. She has 84,000 new donors. She's raised $50 million from the beginning and has more than 180,000 donors. That's regular people like you and me on the ground that just decide to give her some money. She's been endorsed by the entire Sununu family up in New Hampshire, which is amazing because John Sununu, grandpa, dad, is like one of my absolute heroes. So let's go through this again. You have Ron DeSantis, who I don't know, think I'm not sure what where his campaign is, what he's doing, other than continuously lying about Nikki Haley's experience and what she has said and what she has done, because that's what his campaign told him to say and looking angry. But Nikki Haley is experienced. She's brilliant. She's a leader. She won't back down or back away. She connects with people. She's understanding of what we as a country need. She will listen to every side. She will sit down with members of Congress that she doesn't agree with on both sides of the aisle. She will make sure that the country is strong, goes in a positive forward direction, not living in the past. Listen, when you're 77 years old, you're 81 years old, God bless you. There's very little in front of you that you're looking to. And hopefully it's a golf course and lot and paddle ball and lots of fun. But, you know, the leadership of the country needs to move forward. And that's where she's going to take the country. Trump is scared of her and he's attacking her. And I don't know about you, but for me, I am sick of the chaos. I'm sick of the nastiness. I'm sick of the hatred. I just want a society that gets back on track and people understand we are all different. We are not all the same. And it is totally fine not to be the same. That means economically. That means 
in where you live. That means who you're friends with. That means how you dress. That means the kind of car you drive. It's everything. Our education, everyone is different. We are unique. That's what makes the United States of America so wonderful. So let's go. Let's go elect a new leader, a new generational leader. And hopefully DeSantis drops out very soon. And it's a, exactly a two-person race between Trump and Haley. And I don't know about you, but I have a feeling I know who you would vote for. Stay happy, healthy, and safe. Thank you for listening to me, Jennifer Nassor, on The Political Contessa today. Thanks so much for listening to Political Contessa. For all the ways to listen and to get the inside scoop on what's happening in center-right politics for women like us, head over to politicalcontessa.com. Thank you.